I tell you? Um, I, I, well, I love that concept of me as a rock star, and I think uh, that's how I think of myself when I'm home in the living room in my underpants. Um, uh, you know, it was it was it was more like that moment. Yeah, like you you know you grow up and you're a baby comedian. You think like someday I'm going to come back here and I'm going to like do a big show and show everybody and my parents and my friends are all going to be there. And that was really what it was like. And walking out on the Fillmore stage, you know what I mean? And and it was a packed house. And I love that city. And also, it was a rock venue. And you know what I mean? Like, and I'm a comedian, so it's like the Who played there. And, right. the, the, you know, the Doors. And then Aisha Tyler played there. I mean, that was just, oh, I was out of my mind. It was awesome. And we shot it like a rock concert. We got a guy to direct the special who shoots a lot of live rock shows. And it just has that rock feel to it. It's very cool. I'm stoked about that. You can't help it, though. When you walk in the Fillmore and you see all the pictures on the wall and the posters, you're just like, yeah, I'm going to rock this bitch, like, right now. Bring <laughs> it. It definitely felt that way. I'm waiting for my rock poster, though. You know, they always do these, like, those legendary, like, Fillmore, the old psychedelic posters, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I got to get my poster. That's the next thing. <laughs> I got to get my Fillmore, my big Fillmore poster of me dressed like, uh, like Foxy Brown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah That'd be yeah. great. A great double night at the Fillmore would be Aisha Tyler and Metallica. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, first of all, you know, I'm a huge fan of Metallica. And they're uh, obviously also San Francisco native fan. And um, I have a James Hetfield story from when I was a little kid. When I was a kid, I was like the only black kid in my school for like most of my childhood. And I always used to hate it when kids would be like, oh, because you're black, you must like, like, you know, this kind of music and you must do this kind of stuff. And so I was always like the opposite kid. Like I listened to punk and metal and I bought uh, Kill em All like, on vinyl. That was like the first album I bought. And I met James Hatfield at a party when I was like 14 or 15. And I was really into punk at that time. And so I had this really, like, I drank with James Hatfield and we talked about like all these New York punk bands. And like, I'll never forget that night. It was like the greatest night of my life. But then later I met James Hatfield as an adult and he's like, I don't. I partied with so many 14 year olds. So I was like, don't you remember that night? I said, you walk in your hair, James. And he was like, Security, stop touching me. Well, I, I mean, I have like kind of like a side question on that that's away from the point, but I, I see that you do some work for the Trust for Public Lands, Parks, and People Project. Mm-hmm. And uh, James, you know, has a big ranch kind of up in that area, and he's closed off some of the land and infuriated some of the people, and I wondered if you knew anything about that. I do know a little bit about it. I read about it. I mean, the big problem, like, I get both sides of the issue, right? Like, you know, the hippies over in Moran like to go hike around and, <laughs> you know, take their vegan dogs for a walk and feed them broccoli <laughs> or whatever they're doing. And, uh, and, and then, but then the problem for James is that Sam's come to his house and, like, walk around and, like, try to peep in the window. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think especially after some kind of monster, you know, all these people were, like, trying to make these pilgrimages up there. And so he's kind of between a rock and a hard place. He's like, you know, I own this land, and I don't want those crazy hippies walking through, and I especially don't want, like, you know, a bunch of 14-year-old fruitcakes trying to, like, you know, take a picture of me when I'm on the treadmill naked or whatever he's doing when he's alone at home, you know? So, um, you know, I don't know. I get it. I, You know, James is, you know, he's been a rock star for so long. I mean, he must just be, like, constantly hounded by people. I don't have that problem. When I go to the Starbucks, they're like, hey, look, it's the black girl from Friends. Could you sleep up a little bit? So. <laughs> no, I would hound you. Yeah. Big J would hound you. I, I, That's I, the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> I was looking over the thing, and I'm like, oh, my God, you might be the perfect girl. Oh, you're so nice. No, you play Halo. You're like uh, the, the queen of Halo. I, I love video games. I am a huge gamer. I am totally Halo obsessed, although recently I started to get obsessed with Gears of War, and that is my new favorite game. Uh, and uh, But, yeah, my husband, I think, is pretty psyched because he's got a wife who likes to drink. She likes sports. <laughs> 
she likes poker, and she plays video games. So yeah. she, if I could make beer come out of my index finger, <laughs> I think that I, I might be the perfect wife. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out... I'm going to have an operation to have, like, a kegerator installed in my side so that beer comes out. Yeah, that would be perfect, no doubt about it. And I wouldn't let anybody else drink it. I'd be drinking it all myself. I'd be like, hey, it's back off the tap. And I see you're, you're going to be directing some movies. Ever consider maybe making another kind of, like, uh, comic book spoof where, where your character uh, has, has beer powers? Ah, that's a great idea. Wow. I had not thought about that, but I love it. Where you shoot beer and, like knock people over and stuff like that. <laughs> or get them really intoxicated and then you don't even have to use like Jedi mind tricks. You just you just go sit down right here and you're tired. I am kind of tired. I feel pukey. And then like, the bad guy just sits down. And That's another deal Big J wants to be cut in. So if you decide to develop that idea, he yeah. wants some sort of percentage on the ground floor. Work out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about you uh, You doing France. You've also done comedy for a really long time. You started out doing Talk Soup, which is where I first uh, got a hold of you and where was able to familiarize myself with you. And so you made that transition from doing the, the basic cable Talk Soup where Greg Kinnear got his start, and now you're doing pretty much acting full-blown as long with your comedy. Was that a, a tough transition for you, or was Talk Soup pretty much the perfect launching pad for you? You know, it's funny. I don't, I don't know that when I got Talk Soup, I knew that it would be this great launching pad, but it definitely was. You know what I mean? And it's weird because it obviously did the same thing for Greg and, and, and Joel McHale is, is breaking out from there. And I think part of it is that it's just such a raw show. It's just you and the camera. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of like focus grouping or, or like high concepts and stuff. It's just you there and you have to carry the whole show. And people really get to get a sense of who you are. But you also get comfortable with being just in the spotlight and not having like a lot of protection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, you know, it, it just puts you on the map. You know what I mean? And after that, I got friends. And that was kind of the beginning of, you know, just the, all these great opportunities to act. And, and, and stand-up is how I got started. That's how I got Talk Soup, and that's my first love, and those are my roots. Um, and so I'm psyched to be back doing stand-up. But um, to me, they're all kind of, you know, they balance each other out. You know what I mean? And 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 people who know me from Talk Soup can see my sense of humor and kind of get me. And that was probably why. Um, it was such a great launching pad because people could see kind of who I was, you know? Yeah, and, and you did some stand-up before you got on Talk Soup, obviously. And, you know... Yeah, I, years. Yeah, I mean, that's how, that's how I started out. Mm-hmm. And, and I could be way off, but it, it seems to me like there is uh, maybe one or two more sexist jobs in the world than, than being a comedian. And it, it almost seems like it's a little... It may be a difficult way to get your start, especially being a female. Was, was it difficult for you or am I just way off base? No, I think that's... I mean, I think that's fair. I'm not a whiner. Like, I would never be like, oh, it was so hard for me to break in. You know, I just think you, if you want something, you do it. You suck it up and you don't complain. And, you know, there definitely are not that many female comedians. When I started, there were even fewer. And there weren't that many high, like, you know, like, they're more prominent women doing it now than, you know, like Tina Fey and people like that. Um, but I just loved what I did. And I also, I, I, my dad, I was raised by, by a single dad. My parents divorced when I was kind of young. So I was really comfortable around guys. I was really comfortable being the only chick in the room. You know, it didn't bother me. I just think I was telling jokes. And, you know, all the club owners that said, like, whatever, you're never going to make it. I mean, whatever, you know, go stick it in your butt, dude. I don't care. You know? <laughs> like, it just bothered me, you know. I was never one of those chicks that was like, people are being sexist. I was just, I'll be funnier, I'll get in there, I'll be not just be the funniest chick, I'll be the funniest person in the room. And eventually people will get it, you know. Awesome. Well, obviously, you're right up our alley, man. A rock chick who loves to party and loves herself some video games. So we're rooting for you. You should keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. People can, obviously, the special airs this Saturday. The DVD drops 
Tuesday. People can visit AishaTyler.com. There's all kinds of info about my tour. I'm going to be touring all spring and summer. Maybe I'll be near you really soon. And they can get, see clips and exclusive pictures and things. And then we have the, the video from the, the special, the No Acid All video is um, we have a MySpace exclusive. It's up now, so visit me at myspace.com. You can see the rock video that we did for the special, which is very funny, and I play all kinds of crazy characters in it, and uh, it's, it's been blowing up on the Internet. Yeah, it's we were checking out your just, video. I just, it's nice. I just watched it. It's hilarious. <laughs> so. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right, cool. go, go get lit up. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Aisha, so much. We appreciate it. Have an awesome day. You too. Bye. Okay, bye. X workforce traffic. There you go, Aisha Tyler. There's nothing wrong with that. No, man. We're fans. Mm. <laughs> Big J saw pictures and like I want to talk to that. I found out she loves Halo. That's when I was like I want to talk to that. There you go. All right, man. Let's take a look at traffic one final time this morning. Here is Susie Black. We're winding down our morning drive. Things are looking in pretty good shape. Not seeing any slowdowns or delays. Uh, uh, just a little bit of a tapping on those brakes at Garrity. That's going to ease up here pretty quick. Turn your gold into cash. Pond 1 on Cleveland Boulevard, Caldwell, and Pond 1 at Orchard and Chinden in Garden City are paying top dollar for your old jewelry, gold chains, rings, any and all gold. That's Pond 1. I'm Susie Black, X Workforce Traffic. X Workforce Weather. And now we'll take a look at your forecast. Here is the weather expert, Scott Dorval's precision forecast from today's Channel 6 News. Well, we've got sunshine in the forecast again today. I think it's going to